Loud and Proud Champions, brought to you by Defy Sports Apparel and RD Credit Union. Hello and welcome to episode 172 of the Loud and Proud podcast. It's been an epic day. The Martins are champions again. The Brides are Camogie champions again. And the Feckins and the Kevin's Michaels Sabanan combination team played out a sweltering draw. So I'm going to get into all of that and more A and B options in the Championship League next year. But all that, but first, Oasis. So all that and even I think there was a trial match on a Darver over the weekend. I won't even have time for um, tonight. But where do you begin? Um, like, congratulations to the Martins. They were just. Just outstanding, just relentless really, just a work rate across the field, um, just ferocious, didn't give the Moctas a chance, they weren't, the Moctas needed an awful lot to go their way, if you haven't listened to the previews last week, and the way it worked out, the Martins just don't give give chances, don't give you kind of any glimmer or chink of light at all, and they just closed up shop. If you'd like to hear more on that final, I have a full dedicated podcast on that, going through the game, going in through the, the lineups, where the game was won, how it was won, dissected a couple of things, and reaction from Colin Morgan. He had a big game, he had a big stay in the game. Uh, Wayne Campbell also, he crucial two points in that second quarter. Fergal Real, the manager, he's with his, that's his sixth Joe Ward, four with the Pats, two with the Martins. Will there be more? Possibly. Sean Healy as well. What a what a season he's had at the heart of the defence for Nave Martin. So you hear from them and the breakdown and all that on patreon.com forward slash loud and proud. So I will move on and I'll I'll, I'll go quickly on to the um, the the camogie. So it was played out in Darver today. Uh, it was ref by uh, Brian Brady. He actually he managed Hill Celtic to win the the senior. Um, in Cavan the night before so congratulations to Brian he can not only ref he can manage and tell lads what to do as well he's also been successful as they've been in a manager in the past as well but yeah the Brides their dominance continues in uh, in the Camogie they, 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 that's a double back to back they've done now in league and championship in two years in a row and uh, it, was, it was a fairly nip and tuck game in Derby yesterday Kevin's aren't bad they put it right up to them did a goal disallowed at the very end. Um, it was uh, Ashley Maguire hand pass to the net. You used to be able to do that, but it wasn't given, and uh, unfortunately, um, it wasn't to be. They were beaten one ten to three three two. They actually led at half time thanks to the Eva Gregory penalty, but the one two to four ahead. Cara McKeever, she was player of the game. She got all all of the opening four first half points for the Brides. Very good corner forward, and uh, she picked up player of the match award. But she was brilliant. She finished with actually one eight out of one ten. Um, she got a, she got the goal, the scrappy goal for the brides. Kind of just played on the deck around around the goal mount. Uh, Sarah King doing well. She she made a couple of saves. She was under pressure. That goal was coming. But the Kevin's they dug deep. Um, late goals. All the three goals in the second half came in the final quarter. Thriller in the final quarter. Ashley Maguire. Um, sorry, I meant to say. Um, Aoife Gregory got a goal from penalty in the first half. Ashley Maguire then Gregory again gets gets a goal. It looked like they were sneaky, especially Maguire uh, found the net at the very end. But the Brides Camogues hung on. Captain Gronia Mackin, she ended up lifting the Father Sorhan Cup for the second season in a row. So great celebrations there for the Brides. Um, 
who did well that's that's a great they're building something there nicely I'm not sure if there's a Leinster competition I presume there, there would be I can't see why there wouldn't um, so congratulations to all them I think it was Eddie Quigley that was managing them um, yeah and right we will move on now to the minor game I was uh, I was commentating this with, with James Murray and I would have hinted at it last week that the combination amalgamation side would have had the, probably the better individuals but it was the Feckins team and their unit as a whole that would have uh, stood to them and, and that proved to be the case there was no separating them today One eight apiece um, whopping freeze and 45s from Callum Dolan at the end at the death to, to make it one eight apiece but uh, this game was this was very very physical very intense in the tackle no love lost between the two sides but played in a fair manner there was no kind of impotence from like young young fellas there was no lack of discipline there was no sneaky blows or anything like that it was just full hard hitting and the Feckins really turned them over and knew how to defend and the Michaels weren't giving up anything easy either they started like a house on fire to be honest um, Stabana and young fella um, Andrew Wogan he got three early points along with Jamie Dornan they got uh, five of the first uh, six first half points and Callum Woods, he he start actually started the game instead of instead of Tomas going and and he got a point and a half and they led six two and just when you thought it was getting away from them, the Feckins hit back through Sean O'Driscoll. He got a goal just before half time to make six points to one two. Really, really well finished goal by the by the wing forward. He was very good today. He had a great battle with Evan Carney um, on the wing, go for kickouts the way it was clipped out to him and uh, yeah so. It was perfectly uh, poised at half time, and then out came the Feckins in the second half and quickly levelled through uh, Robert McCarthy. Um, and then Woods gets that point, but then it's all Feckins. So Driscoll hits two points. McLeod nails a free hour. McLeod, like what a week he's had, along with his brother James, they started. They John, the manager, they lost their, fa- their grandfather, Paddy McLeod. John obviously lost his father, former Loud chairperson, he was 88 to 91, who was said today. So it played at the the game was played at the family's request, and uh, they were brilliant. Uh, credit to them as a man and as young people to to get out and do that. Um, it was special now, I have to say, and very memorable. They sailed in one six to um, one six to was this one six to seven point lead at, at the second half water break. Then the Michaels Kevin's. Stabana and Mitchell's combination came out through O'Connell's man Evan Carney he got black card early on and he got a goal just took Colin Hackett by surprise it looked like to be going over going for a shot for a point Hackett probably thought it was going wide and it just slotted right into the, the top corner and Carney full of confidence hits the next point to make it 1-8 to 1-6 that was going to be the last time that Amalgamation would score as um Callum Dolan he was excellent he was excellent in the second half particularly with, from the kick out big tall player 17 on his back but he started instead of Mahan Ronan um, and he had a really good game he um, they also did a couple of switches and Ben McCabe did a great job with Sean Reynolds Sean Reynolds is a sub footballer but uh, McCabe did a good job with him in the second half before going off injured yeah but Dolan nails a 45 to make a one point game Michael's 
Kevin's couldn't finish them off, couldn't get that score. They had chances to, to, to advance and push the game beyond the Feckins, but they dug deep, they showed serious grit all afternoon, and then it comes down to the class of Dolan to land the score. I have it on it on my Instagram, you can check it, probably still up there. But um, it was right in front of us, uh, it drilled it over the bar, a lot of pressure on him on the day. Didn't know whether it was going to go to extra time, there was plenty of time for extra time. Before the senior game started at half twelve, the game the minor started at twelve o'clock. But it wasn't me just be a replay, and I'll, I'll hopefully we get the the, the commentating them again, or maybe I'll, I'll be going to it anyway because it's such a good game, such a good battle, um, and no, like Jimmy Murray said it in the commentary, probably no side deserved to lose on the day. Uh, such was the intensity and the quality of both sides that they showed. Um, yeah, Carl O'Reilly, really good player in the middle of the field for the Feckins. Really like the look of him. Daniel Clinton, Keelan Maher got through an awful lot of good work. Um, Ryan Hayden as well in kind of deep sweeping role. Alan Reynolds as well around the middle of the field. Jay Corrigan for the combination side. Jack McGough, young fullback, was tidy. Keen Martin as well got on an awful lot of ball, not afraid to go up the field. Jamie Dorn is a nice left foot. Um, I mentioned the McGlues with James McGlues a really nice left foot as well Shane Riley's big man uh, Owen Murphy had a great second half driving up the field Paddy Keane was as brave and honest as, as there can be Kyle Megan battled very hard at full back as well kind of going against him early on marking Andrew Wogan but he got the grips on him uh, and then Luke Matthews was good as well Rob McCarthy gets that point straight after half time as well and Christian McCuskey's a big year in the centre half for the Feckins and even uh, they tried to move the high ball into Ruben O'Neill thought Evan Dolan was quite impactful I, I presume he's a brother of Caleb's but um, yeah all to play for in the next game um, in that replay of the minor final so serious quality out there ok so that's the the Sunday lineup done Hi, Niall here from RD Credit Union. We can look after all your financial needs as we now provide card accounts, debit cards and online banking. In addition to our normal loan offerings, we now provide mortgages, special rate green loans, agri-business loans and student loans. We are open six days a week and you can contact us by phone, online or in person. Loans are subject to approval. Terms and conditions apply. RD Credit Union Limited is regulated by the Central Bank of Ireland. Let's have a chat now about the... uh about option A and option B for the championship next year. It's going to be discussed uh, tomorrow night, say tonight, whenever you listen to this podcast. Monday, um, the 8th of November, it's going to be chatted. You're probably club representatives going down to Darver. The management committee, ha- a subcommittee of the management committee, has uh, looked at the structures of the league um, and championships. Uh, kind of align the fact that there's a split season. Oh, actually, I meant to say. The replay will be of that minor final will be the nineteenth of November in Huntstown and half seven. Um, yeah, so both proposals are going to be discussed, right? So option A is kind of more similar to this season, a um, few little tweaks in it, and then option B is more dramatic in its changes, probably more po- problematic in its solutions as well. Um, option A, I suppose the overlook of it is you have 12 teams in League 1 and 2 like we have um, and then you have a double round in 3B and then in 3A you have, everyone plays 3 times so you, you're going up to 15 games there the the league I suppose like there's two phases that they're calling it so it splits after 11 rounds so you're going to play a double round um, 
where the league phase one continues without county players. County players can rejoin the team as soon as they've completed the county. So a league match phase two is worth three points and points retained from season one must not start until after conclusion of the county season. Okay, So a total league matches excluding finals and playoffs will be 16 games. I uh, don't know whether that's right in Division 1 if you're playing or maybe yes sorry you're playing a league and a half uh, I think that's the way they're working it out so the points are going to be worth more when you have, when you have your county players so there'll be a holiday period as well the league final will be uh, between the first and second team in Division 1 it's not top 4 um, and then in the championship you're going to, this is where this is key there's no correlation or alignment between the two um, championship retains the current format four groups of three played in block this year no break um, in between either just one break between after the quarter final and the semi final probably right probably should have done that this season as well but interestingly the relegation in option A is it's not just a playoff semi finals it's a four team group to each team that's probably a little bit fairer if you want to hold on to your status and it's more games as well so the pros they're talking about here each club team will play a minimum of 20 games consistent fixture programme catering for 1000 players uh, approximately and uh, county players involved in all the league phase 2 and the championship ok so yeah that that's good fixture list released early in the year and followed consistent matches there'll be no reason now why there won't be and then you're very competitive matches when the league is split season over after championship exit and earliest would be September so you're going then start September with all them but you still can play and not wait around for the uh, indicated to finish up or wanted to finish up so the cons are county players are missing players missing matches with the club pre-season and then uh, I don't know whether I, yeah I don't know we're trying to think of any other cons I'll come up with them in a second but I'll go through option B first the objective of option B is to align the championship and the league together uh, it says here teams are playing in all competition at the correct level so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to dispute that now in a second championship status defines league status okay so the, as the county players will not be available to the clubs until the county season is completed, league games will continue without county players. Championship does not start until county players are available. Okay, no relegation from the league, and then two teams relegated from the championship. Winners of the league and championship promoted. Okay, um, and if the same team wins both, the next team in the league is promoted. Um, right. So if the top team in the league is relegated in the championship, the next team will be in the league will be promoted, Beatle finalists say. And then the league will be uh Division One, Two and Three. Top six enter into a uh, enter into a playoff, top two teams go straight into semi final, the next uh four teams play in the quarter final, winner playoff promoted. Don't know where that it's the division one, two, and three. So the top six enter. So it must be um, must be split split league. Doesn't actually say or clarify there. That's into a playoff, all right. So maybe that's after the full round is played. Maybe it's a league and a half as well. The championship two groups of six in, and then division three you have two groups of seven. Groups decide an open draw, five games each. Championship relegation, bottom two go into group of four, three games each, mini league, bottom two relegated. 
Okay, so the pros they're putting down here is 70, a minimum of 17 games. Relegation is only from the championship when all teams are at full strength and have county players available. Eight games in the championship with all players before you are relegated. Okay. So the, okay. And then league can progress as planned without county players without fear of relegation. Promotion of the league from both league and championship to allow comp- 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 competitive competition in both. Okay, so the cons are um, some teams will lose the league status immediately to the re- due to realignment and then less league games for county players. Okay, right. So I'm going to write while option B is there. I have a couple of uh, reservations to that. Um, saying that teams are competing at the correct level is a bit harsh on the teams that worked their way into that league and stayed at that league. Um, I know this past two seasons have, have there been no promotional relegation, but still those sides have hung on and, and deserve to stay there up until that point. So you'd imagine that they, they would probably stay there or maybe would realign themselves anyway. Um, I don't necessarily like the tie the two together. No, I, I'm not in favour of that at all, actually. I think it kind of demoralises the league, to be honest. Uh, we see that this year when there's no relegation in it, I know there's no promotion, it kind of makes the games meaningless. Um, do we really want that? Uh, I think we have two really good competitions at the moment, with league and championship. If you're taking the league away, you know, then you're just having one competition and there's an awful lot of pressure on the, on the county players then to perform on or be available. And maybe they might be injured or carrying a knock. That's a little bit more stressful. And then also, I remember playing the two groups of six. Now, I know there would be uh, the bottom two go into a group of four for the relegation. But still, it's uh, there's a lot of dead rubber games. Um, a lot of... A real slog. Whereas... I'll go back to option A. If you're if you're regaining that three groups of forty, four groups of three teams, like we have at the moment, it's very close to knockout. Um, except you have a slight back door. Uh, I, I I do like that. I do I do think it has worked well. Um, obviously there might be a few tweaks to it. Maybe you could draw to see who's out the following week, not to give the the first team the cover to play in and knowing they're playing, and maybe another team waiting. I don't know. Um. I, yeah, for me, I just favour option A, to be honest. Um, with championship staying the way it is and uh, separating it, it from the uh, from option A, and I suppose with you have the split season now, so you're gonna know more or less. And you can plan towards that without your county players to play it in it, and then you know when to get them back. And if it's split, you'll definitely get a chance to play them. Although there is a problem then, maybe squeezing in all the games in from September onwards. So there's players, a lot of them waiting around for the senior intercounty players to come back. Um, that's interesting, but that's like yeah. So you go looking at September when they're back, but maybe I don't know. Maybe that that I, I presume they're going to be back when the I don't know why that's going to go out to September. Um, yeah, so I don't know why that's uh, why that's down there. I presume the the split season will be the same as this year. It's June. Uh, I know it went on to July due to the couple of um, unforeseeable events, but yeah. So option A for me slightly gets the, gets the nod. Um, I wouldn't be in favour of realigning. Like, like straight away, you're going to have Cooley, Domahanes, and a couple of other teams um, giving out 
that maybe the Finbars as well that they um, they lose their status straight away in the league and they get relegated straight straight away. Um, so they'll be they'll be fighting to it nail not to get it. I don't know whether it's for the benefit of the whole county because I think um, it also gives you an advantage in in Leinster competition that brings teams on as well and it shows success as well for the county. Uh, if they're playing in division, if they're playing intermediate and division one or division even division one and playing junior uh, championship, so I would keep the competitive edge and the status of the league in a higher plane rather than demoting it. Which option B looks to have done taking away relegation and I know you're given promotion, but I don't understand how. I don't understand how. If you're winners of the league and the championship, you get promoted. But then, so if you win the league, if you're a division, if you're an intermediate team now, say, say the O'Connells, they're after getting relegated last year, and they win, they they'll be realigned. They're in Division Two anyway. So say say Cooley, for example, right? They're in Division One, so they'll go down to Division Two because of an intermediate championship. So they win the Division Two league. And don't win the championship, but then they go into Division One next season. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not too sure how that works out. If you're putting taking away the emphasis of the league and then putting it into the season, that maybe has to be clarified. Um, if you clarify, if you know what way that works or how that will work, do let me know because um, that'll be debated tomorrow night or Monday night in Darver whenever you listen to this podcast. Um, but that's for another day. But I yeah, probably just go back with option A. To be honest, and with those phases of the league points, um, yeah, yeah, I, I like that. Maybe you give more emphasis to the senior players with three points, and let let's it, 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 it's an it's an open then for to play without inter county players as well. Yeah, so I haven't enough time to go into that trial match. Um, Thirty odd players in Darvard, massive, really good work going on behind the scenes, and uh, with Mickey Hart and Gavin Devlin. And getting those players in and having a look at them, maybe adding to the panel, freshening up the panel. I should have that on the Patreon podcast as well. Um, like I will have the um, all the ins and outs of the senior final that happened today as well. Thanks very much for listening. Thanks very much for your support. Thanks very much for tuning in. And uh, yeah, please do sign up patreon.com forward slash loud and proud. I would have intermediate team of the team of the championship and junior team of the championship coming up also this week as well, um, along with senior. And then also we'll be looking at the Leinster competition, some tasty, tasty competitions there as well. We have the Feckens, they'll be playing trim. That's going to be Mount Waterman Clash, two massive teams from massive areas uh, with two similarities. There are a lot of similarities between the two. And then you have Glen Emmett's. They take on St. Vincent's from our cat in Mead. Hugh Dorgan was manager of Tully Allen's past two seasons. Left them last year to join the Vincent's uh, along with Sam Carey. And they went and won the Mead Championship. They'll face each other. So they'll know each other. Uh, well, well, the boys will know each other inside out. And then in senior, the Martins. We'll, you'll hear Fergal Reel in the other in the other podcast. He's talking about Leinster already. And they play the Carlo Champions. It'll be either be Raffili or Era Oak. Um, and then the, the winners of that play the Wexford Championship. Not looking too far ahead, but I just want to say that. And they have a home tie for that as well. So it's all going on. Plenty happening on patreon.com forward slash Oh, and also there'll be Red Star picked as well.
Jesus, loads happening. Thanks very much for tuning in. Um, I'll say that again. And uh, enjoy your uh, enjoy your Monday or Sunday night. Good luck and congratulations again to the Brides Camogues and the Laird Senior Champions 2021, Nave Martin. Good luck. Bye-bye. Loud and Proud Champions brought to you by Defy Sports Apparel and RD Credit Union.